back up on me. Blog Talk Radio. Time to relax. You know what that I'm means. I'm Peter Jank. <laughs> <laughs> the delay's gotten even worse somehow. <laughs> Sometimes with the delay, I just, you never know when I have to come in. So, <laughs> I apologize. A little ahead of schedule, I believe. <laughs> I actually said that yesterday, and it just came in now. <laughs> 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 oh shit good times <laughs> alright well this week we're, we're back with a new show um, what exactly it's about I don't even know <laughs> it's a surprise to me as well <laughs> but not to me <laughs> this was all a Peter Jank original yep which some people find as classics, other people just find as embarrassing habits. So this should be fun. <laughs> I'm excited to see which way it All will right. go down. Yeah, so I had this idea, um, oh, I don't know, I don't, it was like a week or two ago, where we should do a bracket. I thought it would be a cool idea to do like kind of like one of those tournament brackets. And originally we were going to do like uh, 2000s pop punk bands. And uh, it would have been a really cool idea, and I was I was excited for that. But then I had this idea of because uh, I think I think you and I talked about it. I can't remember or not, but I said, "Well, what is your favorite <laughs> comedy? What's the number one comedy?" Oh. And then I thought to myself, "Boy, oh boy, I have no idea." So then I sat down and I decided to write a whole entire uh, well, a whole bunch of index cards with a bunch of comedies. I scrubbed through. So many lists. And then I mm. took a lot of the top ones from there. And then I took top ones that Kevin and I uh, both enjoy as well. So it's not just like uh, random lists. Uh, that oh. I think for the most part, it should be movies that you and I probably both like the most. Uh, opposed to just putting in random sure. comedies that are good, but are so <laughs> You know, it's just like, well, they are good, but I don't. Otherwise, those are definitely going to be out soon, since it's only me and you voting, basically. (laughs) Right, exactly. Um, So this is how the uh, the arrangement and the process works, and how it's probably going to well, how it's going to work from here. So essentially, what's going to end up happening, or what I did, was like I said, I wrote down a whole bunch of movies on index cards. I had to whittle them down, and I put them into eight groups of five movies. All right. Out of those eight groups, we'll, uh, we're going to do a group, and we are going to discuss each movie, uh, hopefully not in too much depth because this would take forever. <laughs> but uh, yep. we're going to discuss each movie and kind of figure out which ones are our favorites. And we're going to pick two of our favorites out of that group. All right? 
Now I ran two out of five. One of these movies. Yeah, so doing five. I, I couldn't whittle it down anymore, man. I I couldn't whittle. I tried. This is going to be tough. So we have to pick two of our favorites out of the five. Um, so what we'll end up doing is I pick my two top, you pick your two top. If we match up, then those are the ones that will go into the bracket. If they don't match up, we'll try to convince each other, like, oh, you know, I, I think this one is a little bit better than this one. And then we'll try to come up with our reasons why. If we can't figure out a reason or some kind of way to make this work, then we let fate decide. And that's the roll of some dice. When we do that, um, oh, shit. we'll choose one that's going to be evens. The other one will be odds. And that'll be the one that's going out to the bracket. Uh, as I kind of alluded to yesterday, Kevin, this is a very, very hard list. All right. There's a lot <laughs> like of stuff it. that's on this list that is like. Oh God, I can't believe, I can't believe we, we have to pick from these five. And I swear to God, these are all oh, random. You're gonna be like, there's going to be one group, dude, that you're going to be like, oh fuck, I don't know which one to pick. I'm, and I'm the same way on a few of these. So, oh no, uh, I'm trying to find a good die here so I can control it. That's what I need to choose from. Uh, I think I want to do a twelve-sided die. We'll do this one. Oh, all right, cool. You're getting fancy. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For surely, surely show. Um, but yeah, I think I think this should be good. Uh, I hope. So we'll see. <laughs> see what I like the format. We'll see how how tough it gets when trying to choose between our children. Yeah, yeah no, we we are. Um, <laughs> uh, we absolutely are. All right, so let's kick this thing off because we don't have a whole lot of time. Because like I said, uh, there are eight groups. There's five movies in each group, and we got to kind of like whittle them down. I think once they get into the brackets, it might be slightly, I wouldn't say easier, uh, but there's not a much, as much <laughs> to discuss because we've already discussed each of these movies. So, All right. Yeah, we'll kind of so uh, know what they are. At least. Uh, a lot of these are from uh, lists that we've, uh, that I've scrubbed. Uh, I've, man, I looked at a lot of lists yesterday and uh, I, I went through and wrote down them all on index cards. And then I, like I said, I just kind of managed it with uh, what Kevin and I both like. So, all right. So let's kick this off. We're going to go with this first group. This first group, uh, I'm going to say all the names first, and then we can kind of discuss which ones. And if you have a question of which one was on the list or if you need to know which one was on the list again, we will do that. So this first group, okay. our first movie is The Hangover, then Superbad, Shaun of the Dead, Ghostbusters, and Airplane. <laughs> so... Um, I think for this first group, um, I'll just talk about each one really quickly. Hangover is obviously that movie where they, uh, they drink a lot. Do I have to talk about each movie or should I? I don't, I don't uh, I feel like I don't. Yeah. Need to. I don't, we'll just talk about the highlights. I think if it's, yeah, <laughs> I think people know generally what these are. Yeah. Uh, so it was what the hangover. Um, can you repeat them one Super more time? Bad. Yep. Hangover. Okay. Super bad. Shaun of the Dead, Ghostbusters, and Airplane. Are any of those movies that okay. you have not seen? Um, I don't know that I've ever seen all of Airplane, but I know enough of it. <laughs> it's a crime. It's a crime against humanity. I know. <laughs> I'm sad. I'm sad at myself for this. movie's right up your alley. Oh, I know. I love Leslie Nielsen and all that kind of stuff, so it does seem like it's up my alley. It is. All right. Well, 
I feel like if uh, I had seen it, that one might be on my list. Or that yeah, might be one of my yeah, choices, sure. but sadly I haven't. <laughs> well, I will say this, uh, and, I, and I think you said this the other day, and uh, I'm going to pick my top two out of that list, and then we'll you'll pick your top two, and we'll go from there. So I think out of this list, which pains me to say this because I love Shaun of the Dead, but I have to say Ghostbusters because it's just an instant classic. And Absolutely. I will say Super Bad because I think Super Bad is uh, that movie is pretty hilarious from pretty much start to finish. And it's got many quotable things going on in it. I'm going to pick Ghostbusters, but the new one because <laughs> it's clearly the way better movie. <laughs> Uh huh. I'm just kidding. That, that, that would show up on any of the lists that I looked at, which is weird. Huh? Shocking. Almost like that was a terrible idea to remake that, <laughs> which everyone yep. told them over and over again, and they chose not to listen. <laughs> um, I'm actually 100% in agreement with you. I might, like I said, if I had seen all of Airplane, I might have switched my vote, but. Um, the Hangover was good, but I can't say that I've ever gone back and rewatched it, which doesn't really bode well for it. It's like, oh, I didn't like it that much, clearly, if I've never gone back to give it another shot. Like, I liked it the first time. Right. I think it was good as well. I'm not, uh, I'm not really 100% all down with it. I, I mean, there's some good parts in it, but yeah, I, I'm the same way. Um, I mean, Shaun of the Dead, like I said, I absolutely love that movie. I think that movie is hysterical because um, it's it's mostly just dry humor throughout the whole thing. It's not like slapstick or anything just over the top. It's just like this, I guess, a, a comedy version of what zombies would kind of be like, which is I just think it's funny. <laughs> so, Yeah, but I'm with you on Superbad for the other one, though. That one, that's a really funny movie. <laughs> and it was kind of part of this whole yeah. new wave of, you know, Seth Rogen and all those same kind of people popping up in movies together. So oh, they were all pretty true. good in very, there. Very true. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So let me just put these ones down into the bracket. Uh, so we got, we'll do. That one wasn't too bad. No, that one wasn't too bad. Ghostbusters was the only one where I'm like, oh, this has to go for sure. <laughs> the other ones I could be like, eh, these could go in any order. Right, 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 right. I, I'm telling you, you're going to run in. There's one group where I'm like, oh, God, I cannot believe this is what just lined up in here. And I have no idea <laughs> no. how we're going to get through it. So the next one, <laughs> Robin Hood, Men in Tights, oh, Anchorman, okay. 40-Year-Old oh, Virgin, mm. Groundhog Day, and Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, fuck me. Uh, I know. It's going to get hard. <sighs> I said it. Jesus. <laughs> oh, right, so I'll tough. start off with my I two. Wish um, I'm gonna one of these would have been in last everybody at home. Robin Hood, Men in Tights, Anchorman, 40-Year-Old Virgin, Groundhog Day, and Monty Python and the Holy Grail. All right. Wow. Um, Holy shit balls. I'm going to. Um, I know. I'm going to go with this for my <laughs> two here. I'm going to say, I have to say Monty Python on the Holy Grail. Um, I, I just have to, and I'm going to go with Anchorman for my two. Shit. I just don't know. 
I'm going to have to have Anchorman in there for sure. But I really, oh, God, I need need 40-year-old virgin in there, but fucking I, I don't want to kick out Monty Python and the Holy Grail because I love that movie. I know, so do I. It's really hard because, I mean, 40-year-old virgin holds up, man. I've watched it the other day. It really does. Oh, like all the lines good, are great. It... <laughs> oh, all the no. people in that movie are great together. Oh shit, shit, shit! It ain't gonna get easier. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I did just like a couple of weeks ago. I saw Monty Python and the Holy Grail in the theater again. It was pretty damn great. <laughs> Um, shit. I just don't know. <laughs> um, I guess I will go with Anchorman and 40 year old Virgin, and we'll let fate decide on that one. I'm kind of happy with whichever right. one makes it because <laughs> I like them both. <laughs> I know. I really. I think Groundhog Day is an incredible movie, and Robin Hood and Men, mm-hmm. Robin Hood and Tice is another one that I absolutely <laughs> love. Um, Mel Brooks I love that movie too. Jobs with a lot of his movies. I love Robin Hood. It's it's. This is a really hard one. But uh, Anchorman is probably my favorite Will Ferrell movie, and I really don't like him that much. Um, but that movie <laughs> is just quotable beyond quotable, and I I love that. Yeah, that's such a good movie. Um, and on the list that I scrubbed, it was number one on two of the list. Wow. Just goes to show you. All right. So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to let fate decide. We're going to say that anchor, or I'm sorry, a uh, 40 year old virgin are odds. And then Monty Python and the Holy Grail are evens. And we roll this dice okay. and they are evens. So it is Monty Python going through to the bracket. Okay. Right. I'm cool with that. That's an impossible choice. I will not cheat on my on my dice rolling. I know that it might seem that way, but I swear to God, a bunch of I got. I have to type these in the brackets, and I want to make sure that they are. Oh, you're not even using the whiteboard. You're full on just computering it up. Yeah, I found a uh, a 16 team single elimination bracket sheet that you can just fill in. Oh, perfect. Single elimination. We should do double elimination. They have to play it again. See who comes out this time. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to move on to group three. Again, I will repeat both of these. Uh, I'll repeat, repeat this group twice. First off, this one's a little bit easier. I know what you're going to choose. Uh, this one, I won't, mm. let's go for it. Borat, Office Space, Euro Trip. Mm. Billy Madison, <gasps> and American Pie. I repeat. Damn. Borat, Office Space, Eurotrip, Billy Madison, and American Pie. Uh, yeah, there's some good ones in there for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't think this to me, as hard. No. To me, there's two that I just I love so much that they have to go in there. And that's Euro Trip and Billy Madison. All right. Um, I do want to say this, Kevin, and this does pain me to say I will choose those two because that's the two that I was leaving on as well. Um Borat 
I, I love Borat. That, that's a movie that just makes me laugh my ass off. But um, I'm going to choose those two as well because I yes. think I'm going to go along with you because Billy Madison is an extremely quotable movie and there are a lot of funny parts. But I had to put this one on the list, but it never, ever was on a single list the Internet ever did. The only Adam Sandler movie that was on there was Happy Gilmore. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. But I was like, I have to I have to tailor this list to you and myself. But Billy Madison was not on a single fucking comedy list, which was so weird. That's crazy. Because I, I don't know how you like Billy or how you like Happy Gilmore to enough to put it on the list, but not Billy Madison. <laughs> They're very similar movies. Right. <laughs> if you like yeah, one, you should like the I, other. I, and then Euro Trip. I think it's just, that movie is fucking hysterical. Um, I mean, American Pie is great too. There's a lot of good stuff in it. I, I, I mean, it's a great comedy, but I just. To me, Eurotrip does it. Uh, I think a lot of people get upset because Office Space is a cult classic, but oh, it is. I love Office show. Space. <laughs> yeah, Eurotrip doesn't get enough respect for how great it was. <laughs> oh, it I know. really is it's just very like funny, and each scene kind of takes them to a different place, and there's different stuff going on, so it's always, always moving, and just funny in every fucking scene. I, I totally agree. I mean, Cooper is fucking hysterical through that whole movie. I actually, I like the whole yeah. thing. Even the, uh, I mean, everybody's <laughs> so good in that movie. The fact that Matt Damon plays the singer in the part with this guy he doesn't know song is fucking ridiculous and awesome. I don't know how they made that yep. happen. <laughs> but I'm glad it did. Me too. <laughs> I, I want to know how that, like, how they got him for that, but fuck, it's awesome. I think at that time, I mean, Matt Damon was the name, but he wasn't, like, as big as probably, well, I mean, he's definitely not as big as now, so maybe that, that's, maybe had to I mean, that was still that. after Goodwill Hunting, and, like, he had won an Oscar for screenwriting at that point for Goodwill Hunting, and he was doing, like, all this yeah, talent in Mr. Ripley and all that stuff where it's, like, more serious and <laughs> all that kind lot. of stuff, whereas Ben Affleck would do anything. <laughs> he was in uh he was in Avengers Infinity Wars too, and I didn't even know he was in there until somebody brought it up. <laughs> no, he was in uh Thor Ragnarok. Oh yeah, that's right. Thor Ragnarok. No, no, he was in Avengers. Oh, and right. and Deadpool two. Uh Deadpool, Deadpool two he was in. Deadpool two. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. He was one of the rednecks. He does that so yeah. much. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely played. doing that a lot more now, it seems like. Which I like. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Um, okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Um, so yeah, that one wasn't too bad. All right. No, that wasn't too bad. Office Space um, is really good, though. I do like that movie a lot. Oh, this is the one. This is the one you're going to probably sh- shit a brick, dude. There we go. <laughs> oh, no. My ball. Without a paddle. So, group four, without a paddle. Back to the Future. Jamie's <sighs> Big Adventure. Oh, God. And Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. Oh, what the fuck? I know, dude. It was completely random. Oh, no. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, there's there's three. (laughs) I don't know what to do. (laughs) I know. Mm. Wow. God damn. Oh, man. 
at first I was like, oh, this doesn't sound so bad. That first one's definitely out. <laughs> I love without a paddle. <laughs> and what's the other one? Oh, yeah, let me repeat it one more time. I'm sorry. Uh, without a paddle, Back to the Future, Big Adventure, School of Rock, and Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh, yeah, School of Rock. I think it's definitely out. Anything with Jack Black's out. <laughs> Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. I had to have one Jack Black movie, and that was <laughs> probably one of my favorites, so I went with it. Either that or Oh, man. <laughs> um, shit. I don't know. What are your two choices? All right. So out of this bag of madness, Back to the Future, absolutely. I love Back to the Future. Um, I, I can't. I have to say Back to the Future. Um, and I'm going to say Janet on Bob Strike Back. Even though I. Hmm. Yeah, I think, man, I like without a paddle, too, though. Um, I mean, I remember seeing Without a Paddle back in the day. It was fine. I don't remember it being like an all-time great. Yeah, I know. But I had there was a few that I just had to put on here because they were also some of my favorites. Like Pee Wee's Big Adventure wasn't on any list either. Jane Silent Bob <laughs> was on <laughs> one of the lists, but most of the time it was either Mallrats or Clerks. And I only Clerks, I, I yeah. chose the one that I thought that all of us were gonna like the best, and I threw that one on. It was hard to whittle everything down, man. So I was trying to like get through oh, different directors or different actors and stuff. So, um, yeah, I'll do Back to the Future and James Allen Fox right back. I just think I have more memories with those guys. Oh man, this is very tough. I mean, Pee Wee's Big Adventure and James Silent Bob Strike Back are very similar. Except for the fact that one's more adult-themed. But plot-wise and that kind of thing, they're very similar in a way. Um, Fuck. Back to the Future is one of my all-time favorite movies. And I can definitely see why it would be included as a comedy, but I don't even look at it more as a... I mean, I guess I look at it more as just a... You know, a good adventure time travel movie than I do a comedy. You know, there's very funny parts in it. There are many very funny parts. There's more than what you think. Yeah. Think. <laughs> huh. Man. Ah, oh, shit. Um. Yeah, Pee Big Adventure is just such a perfect movie. I can't leave it off. Uh, shit, shit, shit. I guess... Oh, man, I hate, I hate myself for doing this. But I think just for pure amount of laughs, I'm going to have to go. 
<laughs> Clearly. <laughs> With Pee-wee's Big Adventure and Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh, you piece of shit. <laughs> oh, God. I don't feel good about this at all. No, I don't feel good about it either. And I hope you're wrong. Back to the future is a fucking blessing. All right, so. <laughs> it really you know, is. Jane, or I'm sorry, I'll do Pee-wee's Big Adventure even, and then Back to the Future <laughs> odds. There we go. Odds wins this one. What did I say was odds again? Three. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> um, you, uh, oh, it was Back uh, to the Future. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll re-roll. I don't remember. I don't remember. Hold on. <laughs> All right, Kevin. I'm going to do this one more again. Back to the Future is evens. I think Back to the Future odd. evens. And then uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, odd. There we go. Okay, Pee-wee odd. <laughs> Pee-wee is odd. It's an eight. <laughs> Let me check my math. <laughs> I'm calling NASA. That is an even. <laughs> Back to the future. We'll be moving on. Man. Sorry, man. It was a rough one, dude. Poor it was really rough. <laughs> That's just one of the best movies ever made, though. That, that I know was, that you like that it. Oh. Man. Brutal. My heart has been torn in twain. I know, man. Twisted it was in a twain. rough one. <laughs> Okay, so we got that. We are going to move on to our next group. Uh, If I'm counting correctly, it should be five. It is. All right. I don't think there's any more that are that hard on here again. So I think we should be okay. Not as hard. Uh, Let's see. Group five. Napoleon Dynamite. Knocked up. Dumb and dumber. (laughs) What We Do in the Shadows, Wedding Crashers. I repeat, Napoleon Dynamite, Mm. Knocked Up, Dumb and Dumber, What We Do in the Shadows, and Wedding Crashers. Man, I wish Pee-wee had been in this group. (laughs) This one's really got no front runners at all. (laughs) Um, I will say that my two... I'm going to go with What We Do in the Shadows and Dumb and Dumber. I was going to go Dumb and Dumber as well. Um, I've never seen What We Do in the Shadows, so I'm not going to vote for that. (laughs) Um, Let's see. What were the other choices? No, definitely not Napoleon Dynamite. That's out. Knocked Up and Wet. That movie's a piece of shit. No, it's up not. And wedding that crashers. <laughs> the movie is the devil. <laughs> not one funny thing happens the entire time. <laughs> that whole movie is hysterical. <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> oh man, I love that movie so much. Um, hmm. wedding crashers are knocked up. Hmm. 
Knocked Up, from what I remember, was all right, but I didn't think it was anywhere as good as, like, the Anchormans and um, 40-Year-Old Virgins and that kind of thing. Wedding Crashers, I haven't seen in a long, long time, but I do remember it being pretty good. So I'm going to go with Wedding Crashers. Okay. And the die will decide. I got this fancy dice tray from the con yesterday, so I'm using that. <laughs> nice. All right. It says, if it has stats, you can kill it. And I like that. <laughs> All right. It says that on the, oh, the tray. I was like, you got yeah, that on a die? <laughs> no, I wish. All right. So uh, we're going to go, what we do in the shadows is evens. And then odds. You know what? This is what I'm going to do. This way, no more confusion. I'm going to put an E next to that, and I'm going to put an O next to this. All right. There we go. And we roll. It is a 10. What we do in the shadows. Dude, I swear to God, I'm not cheating. We're two baby cheats. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Dumb and dumber. Usually nothing goes in my favor. And <laughs> Even Dumb and Dumber, I'm not like, it was a good movie, but I wouldn't put it up with half of these. <laughs> like 40-year-old virgin or Pee-wee's Big Adventure should have made it over them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that, again, this is all just fate. And, I mean, at the end of this, we'll always still have our favorites, but I just thought this would be fun. Uh, just yeah. Just kind of what range sure. over everything. Um, I I love what we do in the shadows. I think out of those five, I think that's the one that stands out the most. Uh, I really, really, really recommend you watching that movie one of these days, Kevin, since it was the same director who did Thor Ragnarok. So, <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, yeah. It seemed like a it's like a fake mock or fake documentary, right? Yeah. It's uh, it's found footage. Essentially, it's found footage. Yeah. But a, a documentary. It's, <laughs> it it's so good. Sound up my alley. <laughs> but I know. But maybe you got, someday you I'll watch it. watch it. So fucking funny. <laughs> All righty. Here we go. Group six. Uh, got some winners on this one as well. Uh, let's see where we go with it. Step Brothers. Ferris Bueller. Oh, fuck yeah. Old school. Young Frankenstein. Mm. Christine. And scary movie, I repeat. Oh Step shit! Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Old School, Young Frankenstein, and Scary Movie, Young Frankenstein. I'm gonna <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Um, hmm. Um, to me, Scary Movie Two is better than Scary Movie the first one. I'm thinking so, I think I have to rule that out with this one. Hmm. Well, after two, they got terrible, so. <laughs> I'm still going to have to knock that out, like, I, I think. Guess, <laughs> okay, we'll just knock out the scary movie then. That's fine. Even though I do like both <laughs> one and two. Yeah, one is good, but it's like two I liked a lot more. Um, hmm. What else we got? Young Frankenstein, 
Ferris Bueller. Step Brothers. Ferris Step Bueller. Brothers. That's definitely old one. Old school. Old school. Um, I think I'm gonna have to go Step Brothers and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. All right. I also want one of those as well. <laughs> I want Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Fuck. And <laughs> Young Frankenstein. I love Young Frankenstein. That movie is fucking. It is amazing. pretty good. <laughs> That's a great, great movie. Um, I can see with you loving the Universal Monster movies as much as you do that you'd be all for that. Yeah, I think it's just it's a great. It's one of the you know it's a. I don't know any other movies that are probably earlier as far as parodies go. I mean, there's probably been a few, but this one's just so fucking funny. It just does it, <laughs> it does it to me. So, for this one, we'll do <laughs> Step Brothers Even and Young Prince. Even. Odd. Step Brothers is so funny. Hopefully, hopefully, Abby Normal helps me out here. Here we go. Even. Even. It's Disney 12. Yeah. Step Brothers is moving on. <laughs> Woo. You've done it. You've Will, beaten the Will eyes. Ferrell so, and John C. Riley, you did it again. <laughs> and Ferris Bueller. That's really sad. Put your balls on my drum kit. <laughs> All righty. Next group. We're moving on to group seven. Uh, this one's a weird one. Here we go. Austin Powers. Again, I'm taking the entire franchise with this one. Uh, and the same thing with the next oh. one. Austin Powers. Harold and Kumar. Team America. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And National Lampoon's Vacation. Mmm. Oh. Uh, say it one more time. Oh, I'm sorry. Austin Powers, Harold and Kumar, Team America, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and National Lampoon's Vacation. All right. Um, so do we get the whole franchise with Bill and Ted as well? Um, I'm going to say yes. I did put down Excellent Adventure, but I also do love Bogus Journey, so I'll say yes for this Me one. too. I'll just say Bill and Ted's. All right. Well, that just cements it even more that I got to go with Bill and Ted. And what was the the third one? I already forgot, <laughs> but I know I wanted to pick it. Yep, yep, that's the one I want to pick as well. So, Team America and Bill and Ted's. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Team America is so fucking great. Team America is so The songs alone. That it was hard. <laughs> I don't know. Team America and America, fuck yeah! Bill and Ted. All right, moving on to our very last group. Prepare your anus for this one. Uh oh. Spaceballs, Ace Ventura, Happy Gilmore, oh. Basketball, and Tommy Boy. <gasps> I repeat. Spaceballs, Ace Ventura, Happy Gilmore, Basketball, and Tommy Boy. Damn. 
Oh, that's another one where I'm torn between three. Yep. I'm torn between four. I could drop Tommy Boy, even though that movie is hilarious. I could drop that one. Yeah, it's good. I've got to put basketball. (laughs) Yeah, I love basketball. It's so good. (laughs) That movie is so fucking funny. Um, so I'm going to go Basketball and Ace Ventura. Much as I hate to cut out Happy Gilmore, because I do love Happy Gilmore. Damn. I love Spaceballs, though, real, real bad. Yeah, um, Spaceballs is good, too. This is a tough group. But I love basketball. That movie's so fucking great. I have to go basketball. Yeah, I'm gonna go basketball and Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura was just a no. Like that that one. I knew I was gonna pick that no matter what. <laughs> yeah. I figured that as soon as I heard that one, that would be one of your votes. <laughs> and with good reason. Jim Carrey is fucking amazing back then at that. I agree. All right. So those are the groups. We've whittled them down and we've got our bracket. Alrighty, so in our first group, in our bracket, here we go. It's going to get pretty crazy. We are going to move down the left side, then we'll go to the right side. So we'll do the left side first with the very first one is Superbad and Ace Ventura. Superbad and Ace (laughs) Ventura. Hmm. Um, I'm going to go with Ace Ventura. Really? Oh, man, me too, dude. I'm so glad. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even have to battle it out. Oh. oh, my God. I wasn't even going to battle that much. I was really hoping to God that fate would decide my way. I thought you were going to go super bad. Super bad is a great movie, and I love that movie. There's so many great parts in it. But mm-hmm. for some reason, Ace Ventura steals my heart every time. Both those movies are just so fucking great, and I love them so much. That's right. very rewatchable. We're super bad. Like, I got to kind of be in the right mood for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. There's so many other movies that I was going to put on this list, and it was so hard for me to. Um, but, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I love Ace Ventura. This is what we've That's, got. It's fucking great. Um, <laughs> so, moving on to our second group here, Back to the Future, Dumb and Dumber. Back to the Future or Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> I think this one's obvious. Dumb and Dumber it is. All right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Back to the future. <laughs> yep. To I'm just mad that Norm MacDonald's dirty work didn't make this list at all. <laughs> that oh, movie's sorry. amazing. I don't even know what that movie is. <laughs> it's pretty great. I was trying to go on a bunch of movies that we were on. Sorry, dude. Um, <laughs> all right. Next, we have Monty Python versus Team America. Monty oh, Python man. versus Team America. God damn it. <laughs> I know. Um, oh, shit. You're going to be very angry with this next one. Oh, no. <laughs> the tough choices just never end. I feel like as the closer we get down to the middle, it's going to be even tougher. Yep. Oh, I mean, Team America's got Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Monty Python's got so many quotable lines. 
I guess I'm going to have to go with Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Totally in agreement with you. I'm completely down with Monty Python and the Holy Grail moving on. Uh, King of America is great, but Monty Python's classic. So good. Yeah. All right. Hard to beat that. Here we go. We call this the Kevin Jenks kick in the pants. Billy Madison <laughs> versus Step Brothers. Oh, man. God damn it. Um, I can care less. For uh, you know, <laughs> but I would go, I would go Billy Madison because I think that that's a, a much better movie than Step Brothers is. And it doesn't drag at all. I've never really noticed that Step Brothers drags, but Billy Madison, like we talked about, is just every scene is so good and every side character is so great and just everything in that movie is amazing. So I'm going to have to go with Billy Madison as well. All right. I'm I'm good with that. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> that works. All right. We're moving on to the right side. We're just kind of cruising on by. Hopefully, I've got, I think I've yeah. got another thing we can talk about at the end of this, which is fine. Um. So, next group, uh, the first one on the right side, we've got Ghostbusters versus oh. Basketball. Oh, man. Oh, I know, dude. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> well, I mean, not really, because Ghostbusters is one of the, the greatest comedies of all time. <laughs> yeah. It's so fucking I mean, well written and, Yeah. Like, I probably get more laugh-out-loud moments from basketball. But in terms of just, like, amazingly written screenplays and just hilariousness, like Ghostbusters, I got to go with that. Yeah, I mean, this one's hard for me. I love Ghostbusters, but I also really love basketball. And I'm basing this off of best movie, best comedy movies and the things that make me laugh the most. Yeah. I don't know. And I would hate, I mean, this is going to be a slap to everyone's face, but, like, if basketball beats <laughs> Ghostbusters, I know. it would be such a shame. There might be rioting in the streets. But, <laughs> uh, fuck, man. I really love basketball. Um, I do, too. <laughs> it's pretty fucking great. Hold on. i got to think. Do I let Bates decide on this one, or do I just let Ghost? I think uh, I'm just gonna let Ghostbusters go because Bill Murray's just a fucking—he's so great. Yeah, there's just so much like subtle but awesome comedy in that movie. Yeah, it is a great movie. All right, we'll we'll do. Oh shit, this group. I know we're (laughs) we're definitely letting Bates decide on this one. All right, (laughs) so we're gonna go. We're gonna push through with Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters in Diddly Doo uh, is moving on. Our second group on the right side, Jay and Silent Bob, or or, or versus what we do in the shadows. Jay and Silent oh, Bob no. <laughs> versus what we do in the shadows. Oh God! <laughs> All right, yep. <laughs> Get the dice out. <laughs> All right, we're Jay and Silent Bob is even. And what we do in the shadows is odd. Both movies are fantastic movies. I just, I, I love, I love Jermaine Clement. Everything he does, it makes me fucking laugh my ass off. So it's really hard for me to <laughs> go against him. 
Uh, even though I love James Donald Bob, I love Jason Mewes and Kevin Smith. They're hilarious. Um, but yeah, I think just as far as movie goes, I think what we do in the shadows is just the, the better comedy. It, it makes me laugh a lot more. Um, and I've watched it numerous wow, times. Wow, that's makes crazy. Me laugh every single time. <laughs> I know. Because I, I know, laugh I like know, every I second of Jay and Silent Bob. I can't imagine this is going to be anywhere near that amount. Well, it's pretty great. Uh, what are we doing in the shadows? It's odd. It's Jay and Silent Bob. Even. So here we go. Rolling the dice. Even. They are even. even. The two. Jay and Silent Bob is moving on. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad if for no other reason than it means that a movie I haven't seen won't win this tournament. <laughs> yeah, that feels pretty I, I pretty shitty. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I doubt I would win this tournament. There's other. There's so many amazing movies <laughs> on here that would kick it off. All right. Here we go. That's Next true. one. Anchorman versus oh. Bill and Ted. Anchorman versus Bill and Ted. Which in itself yeah, is a I mean, movie. <laughs> that would be great. They're working on Bill and Ted 3, so there's still a chance. Yep. <laughs> They're going to be time traveling. They can go back to the 70s. <laughs> See Ron <Yep>. Burgundy. <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. Oh, I have to go Anchorman, dude. Oh, that movie. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's not really a contest to me. As much as I love Bill and Ted, like, Anchorman's pretty flawless. It is. It's such a great movie. The second one could eat my asshole, but first one. Oh just God, crazy. I know. I will never watch the second one again in my life. <laughs> it was so goddamn long and so goddamn boring. Yep. 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 <laughs> All righty. Ooh, the last one on the right side. Last group. Oh God. All right, here we go. Euro trip versus. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh. Uh, I mean, to me, it's e- I would easily go with the Euro trip. Um, Ferris Bueller's a great, like, John Hughes movie, and it's, like, a good, you know, like, teen movie and that kind of thing, but for pure just, like, laughs, I got to go with the Euro trip. I agree. Yep. I thought that was going to be a little <laughs> bit more of a stinker. Um, no, I, I love Ferris Bueller, and when I was making this list, I originally had Breakfast Club also on the list, and I think, I mean, just to me, I, and I love Breakfast Club, but I don't know if it's as much as in a comedy, as much as it is a teen, yeah. a teen, uh, a breakfast hall. There's a lot of drama. Shit in school. <laughs> there is a lot of drama. Um, actually, yeah, I'd probably classify that more as a drama, so I, I kicked that one off and kept Ferris Bueller on, because there are a lot of funny moments in Ferris Bueller. Um, but yeah, Euro mm-hmm. Trip to me I think is the stronger of the two. So, all right, here we go. We've whittled that down. The sixteen have now become eight. Now we move oh, on huh. toward the first group on the left side, where things get a little bit spicier. H. <laughs> <laughs> Ventura versus Back to the Future. Oh. Um, I will say this. I'm going to – hold on. Let me give my two cents. Here we go. Okay. I would say as far as comedies go, Ace Ventura, as silly as it is, is the stronger of the two. Where Back to the Future has many funny moments, 
I think I, I to steal some of your words is more of a time traveling movie where it's pure <laughs> comedy and is comedy is pure as heart. So to me, I think Ace Ventura is the stronger of the two as far as the comedy movie goes. If we're judging these on movies, then Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. But as far as the comedy goes, yeah. Ace Ventura. That's that's definitely the sticking point for me as well because I, I agree with that. That if we're just going for pure, you know, laughs, it, I'd have to go with Ace Ventura. Back to the Future is clearly the better movie. It's it but is. I completely agree with that. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna have to go with you on this one and go with Ace Ventura. That feels terrible to me to be putting Ace Ventura over Back to the Future in anything, but <laughs> it's, I, 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 I think it's I accurate. I agree. I love, I love Back to the Future. I saw the DeLorean, the actual DeLorean they had in the movies yesterday, and it made me very happy to see that. But I think Ace Ventura, as far as comedies go, definitely, I think, I think that just kind of outweighs it just a little bit. Yeah, I'm with you. Cool, 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 cool. So, moving on to our second group on the left side. We have Monty Python versus Billy Madison. I say again, Monty Python versus Billy Madison. Man, that's, that's craziness right there. Just craziness. Yeah, not gonna get. It. I mean, not gonna get it any easier. <laughs> I don't know. I guess just for me personally, I would have to go with Billy Madison. As much as I love Monty Python and the Holy Grail, and it's probably more of a you know overall a better movie, definitely more of a classic. For me personally. I, I can sit down and watch Billy Madison any time and just fly through it and enjoy every second of it. So I have to go with that one. I'll see you. I have to say Monty Python, dude. I know yeah, it sucks. I'm not against it. But it's, <laughs> it's such a great movie. There's so many funny parts. And just like Billy Madison, if I, it's, it's an extremely quotable movie. If I have to hear one more person say, it's just a flesh wound, that's just a quote that everybody <laughs> says. And I don't even think some of the people nowadays who are young, younger than us, when they say it, they probably don't even know where it's from, but it stems from that movie. That's true. And it's such a great fucking movie. I have to say Monty Python. So I will roll, but God, I hope it's Monty Python. Yeah, I love Billy I'm Madison. okay I with, think it's a good with movie, a, either of these. So we're going to do Monty Python. Over the face decide. Billy Madison, odds. It's a little bit easier for me to do it this way because alphabetical order. Here we go. It is even. It's a two. That's right, Billy Madison? <laughs> or no, Monty Python. Python. Yeah, okay. Monty Python. I'm, I'm cool with that. That was a rough That's a tough okay. call. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. All right, moving on to the right side. The first group, we've got Ghostbusters versus Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh, oh God. It cut me. 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm bleeding all over the rug. Oh, man. I will say this in the same same way that I said Ace Ventura and Back to the Future. That That's James where I'm thinking as well. Has more laughs, and it does make me laugh, and I think it's a very funny movie. But as far as, I mean, any other time, if this was versing, I can't believe this is probably going to happen. <laughs> but Ghostbusters is a greater movie. It's fucking mm-hmm. an amazing movie. But James Allen Bob, as far as comedies go, I do laugh more at that movie than Ghostbusters. Yeah, uh, God, I hate this, but I think I'm going to have to go agree with you on that. Because <laughs> Ghostbusters <laughs> is like a perfect movie, but, oh, man. <laughs> There's literally nothing bad about that movie at all. It's flawless, but in terms of pure comedy, I guess I have to go Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Yep. All right. All right. Oh, boy. Okay, here we go. Man, oh, this right. is a tough round. Anchorman for heroes. Versus, yeah, I know. Anchorman versus Eurotrip. Anchorman oh. versus Eurotrip. <laughs> uh, I mean, I have to go Anchorman. Obviously, I love Eurotrip. I love the fuck to... out of that movie, but that's a classic. I love Anchorman very, very much. And I love the Euro trip very, very much. But yeah, I mean, I think Anchorman is slightly more quotable. I think I get harder laughs out of Euro trip, but I get continuous ones with Anchorman. And I think that yeah. one probably has to move on. All righty. I agree. We are now in the third stage of the 16 comedy movie single elimination. Here we go. Moving back to the left side. Ace Ventura. Versus Monty Python. Shit. Ace Ventura. I think came out. Versus. Oh. Um, Ace Ventura. Versus Monty Python. There we go. I think I have to go with Monty Python on this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. As much as I love Ace Ventura. I don't think there's much of a competition. I also like Ace Ventura, too. I think when it comes down to certain movies, uh, Ace Ventura is kind of like that way over the top goofy, goofy, goofy time. Makes me laugh. I fucking love Jim Carrey in that movie, and uh, it, it gets me rolling every single time. But as far as like pure <laughs> comedy and pure like just funny jokes, and or not even so much funny jokes, funny yeah, situations. Quotable I think lines. That Monty Python. Yeah, it just does it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, it's great. I love the ending of that movie where they just the cops come in, shut them down. <laughs> <laughs> Shit just kind of ends. Great. Yeah, Monty Python, I think, is going to take that one there for sure. Yeah, All that's right. a classic. Moving on to the right side. Jay and Silent Bob versus Anchorman. Yeah, I was already doing the math on that one, and <laughs> I knew that was going to be a, a not fun round. But I guess in terms of just overall effect on pop culture and just kind of its relevance in the world, I guess I have to go with Anchorman. Um, I agree. I, I think Anchorman is definitely the stronger of the two. 
Yeah, I mean, I personally, I would probably say I like Jane Silent Bob Strike Back more personally, just by a hair. But I think overall, it seems to be the more, you know, the movie that people seem to enjoy more. <laughs> Jane Silent Bob, you know, was kind of a niche movie that certain people went to see and certain people loved, but not very much. Whereas Anchorman was like a huge hit. And people yeah, still talk about that one, so... Fan. Indeed. I mean, I, I like Anchorman a lot. And Jane Silent Bob is great, but I think Anchorman definitely outweighs that for sure. Um, just, again, kind of like pure writing and comedy where Jane Silent Bob's more of that slapstick kind of goofy over the top. Just like, mm, all right. Just some funny parts. But I think Anchorman's just a little bit more pure in heart and how goofy it is. Um, all right. I know. I know. Sorry, guys. Oh, you kind of disappeared from the microphone. I can hear you, but very, very little bit. All right. Is that better? Um, yeah, that's better. All right. Yay. And on to our final round, our head-to-head competition. In case you don't know what it is already, I'll say <laughs> one more again. Monty yep. Python I know it. and Anchorman. Monty Python and the Holy Grail versus Anchorman. It's a legend <laughs> of Ron Burgundy. Oh man, that's that is tough. Um, oh god, it's so hard. <laughs> I guess by the slimmest of margins, I might have to go with Anchorman. Just because it's, I don't know, like, just when you watch it the first time, I think I probably had more laughs out of it that first time than I did with Monty Python, just by a little bit. Whereas, like, a lot of Monty Python stuff is, like, so smartly funny. (laughs) And it's, like, the more you think about it, you like it even more. But for... Just pure, like, I I saw this and I laughed my ass off. I'm going to have to go with Anchorman, I think. Okay. But that's ridiculously tough. (laughs) Yeah. um... This is super hard. So I love Monty Python and the Holy Grail a lot. Me too. But I kind of, I kind of lean towards your, what you're saying because uh, Monty Python is a great movie. It's so well written. Uh, it's it's well done. Uh, there's so many parts in that movie that are just so funny. Uh, again, it's a very quotable movie. Um, but I think mm-hmm. what you're saying is it's smart comedy. So at the moment, you might find it funny, and then later on, you probably find it funnier. Where Anchorman, you watch it and just like it catches you off guard how funny it is sometimes, and you you just laugh out loud. Yeah. Um, and I think for this, and I have to go with Anchorman. I think. Uh, well, at least we're on the same page. <laughs> I guess that's good. It makes me sick. I'm sick to my stomach. <laughs> 
I'm going to go cut myself after this show is over. <laughs> Just to relieve myself <laughs> of the pain. <laughs> uh, I hate this. I hate everything that I have to do with this. <laughs> that was fun, though. <laughs> I did enjoy it. We definitely should do this again. As tough as yeah, it may no, be. Yeah, this was fun. Let's see if we try to save this on our sweet Facebook channel that we don't really use at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you send it to me, I'll I'll post it. <laughs> oh, crap. I don't know how to keep all this stuff in. <laughs> so Anchorman is the big winner. Yep, Anchorman is the winner. So If we had uh, confetti and balloons, we would drop them now. Them. Yeah, that would be... <laughs> Uh, that would be beautiful. Beautiful confetti and balloons. I don't know what the hell I was going with there. <laughs> All right. Well, that was definitely uh, a lot of fun. I really liked the bracket thing. That was pretty cool. I actually got the idea from another yeah. podcast. They were doing a bra- bracket kind of thing for uh, uh, certain themed board games. Uh, so I was like, I think I really enjoyed listening to it uh, and the struggles that they were mm-hmm. having. I thought this would be a really cool idea to do with our stuff. They just do board games on their channel, obviously. So um, here we, we kind of just do a whole bunch of geeky shit. So I think that it works really well for <laughs> our random shenanigans. And it's better than doing a top Was it on the show with the two girls that you love? The Giggle Twins? No, absolutely not. Oh, fun <laughs> fact about those two girls that tie and giggle the whole time. Um, they uh, It's a podcast called The Dice Tower, and uh, there's two male hosts, but uh, they've split it off doing it every other week. So to follow up those in-between weeks, they hired two other hosts that are female, which I have no problem with female. I think everybody knows that I love the female. But these <laughs> chicks make me want to hang myself. Like, <laughs> I, I'm listening to a podcast about board games, but when they're talking, it's a, con, uh, it's, it's a podcast about eating pies and laughing at your own jokes. So the other day, I was trying <laughs> to listen to the new Tice Tower episode, and for some reason, a new one wasn't showing up, so I was, like, scrolling down, and then I got to the reviews. I'm not the only one who thinks this. There is so many one- to two-star reviews because they're like, I love Tom and Eric, but Mandy and Suzanne are terrible. I'm sick of hearing about food and hearing them laugh at their own jokes. Wow. Damn. I'm so happy that I'm the (laughs) only one who feels this way. That is good to have validation. Apparently, they're still not listening to those people, though. Nope. I know. It's it's ridiculous. They really need to get rid of them. But anyways, (laughs) uh, but yeah, no. This came from a different uh, board game uh, board game podcast. Because of those two girls, though, I did stretch stretch out and look for new board gaming podcasts, and I found some really good ones. So <laughs> it worked out for me in the end, I Damn. suppose. Um, well, at least yeah, they're good no, for this some. This fun. I, I like this. And uh, yeah. I'll try to do another one. Uh, my my issue is this might be maybe our last podcast for the next month uh, because I go to my annual training for the National Guard starting Saturday of next week so unfortunately uh, I'll be gone for three weeks so I'll be back at the end of July which really yeah. sucks we'll pick it up then uh, but, but yeah I'll, <laughs> Do I'll some good stuff. more ideas and stuff like that uh, maybe video games would be a good one or maybe a themed video game or you know we'll, we'll come up with yeah. something for the next bracket or whatnot but I to me I think that this is a little bit better than uh, top tens uh, just because I think everybody does top tens, and we can still do top tens and everything like that, because those are always fun. Yeah, I think it's good to but mix it up. You have different things going on. 
It's always good to have different right. types of right, right, shows. Because right. this reminds me of the song things that we we would do, where we'd go through a CD and try to really narrow down which ones are the best ones. Yeah. Of that. Uh, which we need to that, do that again soon yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. We'll be doing more so of those it, at it some point. Makes it makes it more yeah. more enjoyable and Keeps interesting for other people to listen to. Um, so uh, real quick, because I know it's only two uh, thirty by you, twelve thirty by me. Um, I did see Jurassic World. I don't know if you want to talk about oh, that at all. Let's discuss <laughs> the movie that made me more angry than any movie I can remember. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. This should be good. Well, this isn't like Ninja Turtles. Uh, out of the shadows for me. I'm kind of in agreement with Kevin on this one. <laughs> Even though Out of the Shadows was an excellent movie and well orchestrated. No, it really wasn't. <laughs> you hear that? I guess they're uh, rebooting that series again, but it's going to be made by the same company and probably like the same people. So I don't know what how they expect it to be any different. I wish they'd stop touching that fucking movie. Oh, <laughs> make a good Ninja Turtles, why don't you? Please, for the love of God, <laughs> go back to uh, the puppet suit. Right. Jim Henson had it right all along. Um, okay, yeah. So Jurassic World. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the Falling Kingdom. Jurassic World, Falling uh, Kingdom. <laughs> now this was an interesting movie. Um, I thought it had some. <laughs> Very interesting parts in it, I think. You know, when it started, I didn't mind the opening scene. I was like, all right, this opening scene is kind of cool. I'm with this. Maybe this isn't going to be as bad as I heard it was. And then even like the first maybe third of the movie, I was like, all right, you know, this isn't great. Those fucking stupid young kids, like the fucking comic relief scientist people are fucking annoying. I definitely don't need them in this movie at all. Um, but I'm like, all right, this ain't too bad. And then the last like two thirds of the movie just get progressively stupider <laughs> with like each movie or each second that goes by, it just gets stupider and stupider and stupider. <laughs> yeah. So Until the very end where it crescendos in a wave say, of stupidity. I do want to say spoilers alert. If you haven't seen the movie and you're interested in seeing the movie, this isn't the podcast you want to listen to because we're going to throw down some stuff, lay down those details. And then we are going to get very angry uh, about some scenes, I'm, I would imagine. So, uh, I'm glad you're with me on that. I, I completely agree with Kevin. Uh, I, was, I listened to a review guy before I went. He said the first act and the third act were decent, the first act being better than the third. So I went in kind of just like, oh, okay, you know, at least two-thirds of this movie is okay. No. No, the first, the first third, the first act in this movie, uh, when the actual, so essentially this movie is, uh, I'll, I'll just lay down a quick, quick, quick summary. Uh, the, the movie is about uh, the island where Jurassic World was, and it's about to blow up. Mm-hmm. I love the concept of the animal enthusiasts and like pretty much PETA pretty much saying, hey, you know what, these are still animals. They're endangered species. We need to protect them. I love that. I love that idea. It's such a really cool idea. And then in <laughs> all of the Jurassic, the Jurassic Park movies, I never saw that. It's like, oh, it's like, oh shit, we're, we actually care about the dinosaurs. I thought we just put them in a zoo. But um, they're like, yeah. Oh, see, that's what, I didn't like that at all. 
Really? Because I want, I want I if they're if you're gonna have that idea, what you should do is have them go to the island and be trying to save the dinosaurs, and the dinosaurs just eat the fuck out of them, <laughs> and they all learn their lesson. <laughs> These things are killing machines. Stop trying to save them. <laughs> That's but instead, true. as we'll get into, they took this idea even further and fucking ruined everything. But <laughs> I don't. Anyway. Okay. So, anywho, so yeah. So they uh they want to save the dinosaurs and try to get at least two of the species off that island and put them onto a new island called Sanctuary. Uh, the idea is to bring in the chick Claire from the first movie because apparently she's the only one in that entire fucking island who knew. Most of the park, which I don't know how, <laughs> an architect who made the park. I don't yeah, understand why she didn't come back. But um, <laughs> so they brought her anyway, uh, and then they're like, "Oh, we're trying to save at least eleven species, but one in particular, this raptor. We need to get him, but nobody seems to, you know, get be able to get near him. So they have to get Chris Pratt back because he took care of Blue from the first movie. So they bring mm-hmm. two fucking main characters back for this fucking." Shitstorm. So, um, I would say uh, then after that, they get to the island and they start saving dinosaurs. And then, uh, in the middle of this whole thing, there is an evil corporation kind of thing going on where they're trying to uh, auction off these monsters instead of bringing them to the sanctuary. They want to just auction them off to the highest bidder. And in the midst of all that, for some reason, they've created a new one. I still don't know why or how, but <laughs> yeah. they created a new one. And uh, that, of course, gets out and starts eating people in this giant mansion of a house. It's a fucking, it's a fucking roller coaster for ass. Um, if that, a mansion where there's, there's a dinosaur in the basement for so long, and the old man never heard the thing roar once. <laughs> I don't know why this yep. mansion even had like a fucking basement lab that was this expensive and giant cages. <laughs> it's fucking like some oh, no, 18th century fucking Frankenstein movie going on in his basement. Probably true. I mean, the house looked old as hell for some <laughs> reason they had a lab. But they did mention, though, uh, this was the lab in the basement of where the first you know DNA was extracted from the mosquitoes. So it makes sense that there's a lab. Why there's a lab in the basement of this old old house where the <laughs> basement looks very modern? I'm not entirely yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean they did some hell of remodeling. Or why? <laughs> why the guy that is managing his money that's organizing this whole auction? Why he would bring the dinosaurs to that house? If you're trying to keep this a secret from the old man, maybe don't do it in his house. <laughs> How about that? That's probably a good way to not do that. An old man who is so uh, stupid that when he finds out that this peep, that this happened, he finds out about this auction and the guy's trying to do all this evil shit, and he's just like, all right, I'm going to have you call the police on yourself <laughs> and tell yep. them what you did. I'll totally trust you to do this. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> How fucking stupid are you? <laughs> you know you did wrong, so you better call the cops on yourself. <laughs> um, they had oh horrible side tales in this that made no sense or why they even were in here. So the old man has, I will put this in quotes, a granddaughter in the movie. <sighs> and yeah. the granddaughter in this movie is kind of just running around, learning more and more of what's going on with the secret organization kind of thing, trying to do the bidding of these dinosaurs. 
So the little girl tells the old man. The old man says, "Go to bed." Um, <laughs> As he should. We find out later that uh, the old man's uh, daughter, you know, the, the the mother of this granddaughter, um, she dies in a car crash, and we also find out that this the old man was so distraught from this horrible accident that instead of it, it wasn't a granddaughter at all, it was just a, a cloning of this girl. Mm-hmm. Of his what daughter to make this why, this why? granddaughter supposedly. Actually, well, why, the why fact that, that they had thing? human cloning that didn't bother me. I mean, it kind of it, it's a logical extension of what they've been doing with the dinosaurs. It just was unnecessary in this movie. Like, if you're going to do something with yeah. human cloning that spins out of this, then do something with human cloning. This in this movie, it just was. Oh, she's a clone, and it didn't really impact anything except for the fucking stupid ending. <laughs> Oh God! But the fact that she was a clone, for the most part, really didn't matter. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I love this. How they found out is they find the guy who's, uh, you know, took the money. Uh, he was kind of, I don't know, I don't know if he was hired, but he was asked to spend the money of this old guy. So yeah. at some point during this movie, this guy, I can't remember his name, um, but uh, the old, you know, this guy who's got all this money now. In the middle of it, runs into Chris Pratt and the other chick and the granddaughter. And he's like, oh, you don't even know who she is? Well, she's a clone. Like, it, it was pretty much as fast as that, and for no reason. There was no reason mm-hmm. for him to no. say that. None at all. Yeah, he's just but spoiling his whole evil plan and everything for no reason. <laughs> Apropos of nothing. What the fuck? What was it about? Why did we have to hear that? <laughs> I mean, no goddamn sense. All the villains were so just ridiculously cartoony in this movie. It didn't make I any like sense. Two. Like, what the... The Russian guy was just like, 20 millions! <laughs> it's like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah, so essentially, the very first... I, I like the first third. I love the idea of the island exploding. I don't know if I liked how exactly they executed it, where Chris Pratt is that cool that he can run from a volcano. Uh, probably not, but... Yeah, that was pretty bad. Uh, but, yeah, and the T-Rex like, showed up to save them and then just ran. Like, what the fuck was the point of that? Like, why would it... I could understand it if it was killing the other dinosaur that was trying to get them because it wanted to eat that dinosaur, but it didn't. It just bit him, killed it, and fucking ran away. <laughs> why would he just show up to save them? That's a good point. No idea. <laughs> no idea. Um, uh, but, yeah, so the island scene was pretty cool. I don't like everything. They were, like, double-crossed and all this other stuff about whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah. I, did, I, I liked the island scene. Um, I don't like how close that lava got to Chris Pratt. He would be fried. And, I mean, that lava is so hot <laughs> yes. that there's a part where he gets paralyzed or he gets uh, tranquilized and then becomes paralyzed as he's slowly waking up. And he's pretty much surrounded by lava. Not going to lie, he would be close to death if he was like inches from him. inches. His foot or pants would have started on fire. Um, so it's I not like that. you just, just if it doesn't it touch you, you're okay. No, that's not how lava works. No. It will lava burn all like your skin off without ever touching you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So we got to watch that. Um, and then there was also, uh, I don't know, I, 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 again, 
I'm talking shit about the island scene. It was at least the only glorifying part <laughs> of this movie. Everything after yeah. this was completely downhill. It got um, stupider and stupider. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't so, even know how they the next managed to evade everyone on the boat for the longest time. The whole way home, they're just like, oh, yeah. Saw them. Now, how did, how did they get onto the boat without being noticed? They jumped from the yeah, dock. They the drove the thing on there. So they, they had a truck. There was a truck left on a dock. And they were, uh, the volcano was getting closer and closer and closer. So what they do is they jump in a truck. The ship starts pulling away. As the ship is pulling away, Claire steps on the pedal, takes the damn thing, and goes for some reason, 20 feet. I don't know why the truck just didn't go straight down. Somehow it, it had some lift and jumped on the boat. They get onto <laughs> the boat with all the bad guys on it. None of the bad guys realize that this happened. But literally <laughs> maybe about a minute after that, every single bad guy and every single person on that boat was looking outside the back at a brontosaurus being thrown mm-hmm. So, like, why didn't they look at that shit just before? I don't, I don't understand what the fuck happened there. <laughs> Somebody would notice. That would make a lot of noise if you're driving a, a truck that fucking goes off of a, you just lands on your boat, essentially. Uh, I think you're going to notice anyways. that kind of thing. So then we go from <laughs> but, that. So anyway, it all to... leads. Yeah. <laughs> the dinosaurs obviously get out and start running amok in the old man, in the, in the mansion, you know, killing anybody they could find, including the very stupid hunter character who apparently doesn't realize that going in the cage with the dinosaur is a bad idea. <laughs> oh, hold on. Wait, that will wait, never end badly. Because, uh, so, so they, uh, they eventually find Chris Pratt and Claire and they throw them in a cage next to all the other dinosaurs that have been kind of like taken from the island. So then there is a part in the movie where uh, right next to them is one of those dome-headed uh, dinosaurs, and this thing just keeps yeah. barely through a wall, to, uh, Chris Pratt out. But now this thing's oh, let yeah. loose in the beginning. But for some reason, does never, ever, ever touch Chris Pratt or Claire. It doesn't really do anything. So I think the only time that you see this animal run once towards Chris Pratt is right when they break open the cage, and then that was it. But then this thing once it's let loose <laughs> inside of the bidding auditorium, this thing is just after everybody. Like it's like this guy doesn't just have raptor raptor whispering skills, but all dinosaur whispering skills because he's never touched ever really. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I didn't think that dinosaur was like carnivorous, so I'm guessing he wasn't trying to eat no, anyone. Yeah. He was just mad and he was just you know running around. I guess. Yeah. And I guess when there's all those but people, he doesn't know what to do. I don't know. <laughs> but oh, I don't know why they would have put that dinosaur in a cage that couldn't withstand its headbutts. <laughs> it seems like a bad idea. Also very, very true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, like what Kevin was saying is then they bring out this new thing called the Endoraptor. The Endoraptor apparently – let me go into the description about this thing real quick. Now, is this <laughs> – because now I have more questions about this. Is this spliced with not just a raptor but the uh, Indominus Rex? Yeah, I think that's what they were going okay. for with that. Okay, so the Indominus Rex was the the dinosaur in the first uh, Jurassic World, which is that crazy uh, scientific, uh, scientifically DNA spliced random shit to make this mega killer. Yeah, so they they use that DNA and make this Endoraptor. Um, but I believe there already was Raptor in the Indo Rex. Remember they like they're like, oh, you used. 
Rapture DNA on a T-Rex, essentially, <laughs> as part of this. So it already had Rapture in it. Did they just up the amount of Rapture and take out the T-Rex part? I don't understand. Mm, probably. It was definitely more Rapture-like. <laughs> they had to put more stuff in it because this thing had long... Oh, well, the Indominus Rex had long-ass arms, too, though, didn't it? I don't even remember. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. I know it could, like, camouflage well, anyway. itself, which I don't think this thing ever did. Yeah. No, it didn't. It definitely did not. Um, I, like, <laughs> I don't know why they would take that I out. I like Jurassic World. I, I thought that that was a good movie. and um, It wasn't the greatest it was movie, fine. but I thought it was, it was yeah. fun. This one was like a shitstorm. So the, the yeah, this one was boring for the most part. <laughs> they took the fun out. Oh, it was. Oh, God. The second, the second act, the middle of this movie was just fucking... Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> my question for you, Kev, because I have no idea what the time frame or the time frame is in any of this movie. Uh, the very first scene in the movie, what ends up happening is there's a submarine that's going into Jurassic World, finds the Indominus Rex skeleton, brings back a part of the bone so they can get the endo, uh, the Indominus Rex DNA. When did that mm-hmm. part happen? Um, I'm guessing, I don't think they ever really had like a three years later thing, but it must have been a couple of years, I would think. Okay, that would have been nice to know a little bit of information. So then, uh, (laughs) maybe that was like right after the first movie. Could be. And that's why, you know, at the beginning, like clearly Claire and Owen were, you know, they'd have had a couple of years since then. And stuff had happened, so maybe that part was, you know, right after the park, right after the uh, the fucking Megalodon shit it out, <laughs> shit out the te- the Indominus Rex. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Um, anyways, yeah, apparently they used shit bones. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, they used <laughs> shit bones to create this endoraptor. Um, so that's was interesting, I suppose. Uh, the Endoraptor was, <laughs> yeah. was cool looking. I, I liked the way that he looked. I liked that he had the long arms. He was just completely unnecessary in this movie and everything. I mean, it's this. Uh, it was supposed to be this combat-ready, complete killer. is by far the clumsiest dinosaur I've ever seen. By, far <laughs> none. There's no clumsier fucking dinosaur than this fucking Endoraptor. <laughs> Yeah, they really tried to play up like how smart this thing was too, but it really didn't seem like it. It really wasn't doing anything that clever or even staying on its hind legs for the most part. (laughs) The only time that I saw it being smart was just as smart as one of the raptors were in the very first movie where he opened up a a door, which I think it was a window. Yeah. To go into that girl's room to be a creepy... Uh, a creepy yeah. monster. Like a horror movie from, like, villain. Friday's, yeah. Yeah, like Mike Myers. It's a fucking dinosaur. <laughs> and she just decided to hide on top of the bed. That's a good place. <laughs> no, yep. no one will ever uh, find me also, here. Also thought it was weird that Chris Pratt thought he would save the day with a gun with three bullets. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> shoots the thing three times, and you think, oh, shit, I'm out of bullets. Oh, boy. What are you thinking? But, uh, I like that he ended up, like, him and the little girl are running around on, like, the rooftops of this mansion in a rainstorm. It's like, even without the dinosaur chasing you, you guys would be dead. <laughs> he would slip and die. 
<laughs> just so many more questions. All right, so th- that's pretty much the whole plot of the movie, uh, or what apparently the, the writers thought were the plot of the movie. So this is how the movie ends. <laughs> Again, spoilers yeah, alert. Is... So in the mansion itself, they have this toxic gas going on. So you know, at some point during the movie, I don't remember exactly what happened, but uh, the toxic yeah, I don't gas remember either. They have down in the lab uh, starts. It starts like spreading uh, throughout the the basement of this place, and of course, where this basement's at is also where all the dinosaurs that they've caged are at. So what they they had a choice. It was either let all the mon- or let all the monsters die, let all the dinosaurs die <laughs> in this toxic gas, or open up a gate and free them into the world. Yeah. So this is not on an island somewhere. This is somewhere in the United States. Yep. Um, so, essentially, uh, Claire was going to press the button to open up the gate. She said, no, we, we just, there's no way we can let them out into the world. So then the stupid mm-hmm. clone daughter says, I'll <laughs> let them out. This was my choice or whatever. They're, they're, uh, they're alive so like much. I'm they alive. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're alive like I'm alive. <laughs> that's right. Stupid fucking shit. Except they're fucking Your killing machines. <laughs> <laughs> You've just killed thousands and thousands of people by letting these dinosaurs out. <laughs> Who used to be you're alive? Pretty much worse because than you're Hitler. alive. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, "Do you realize how many people you just killed?" And I would have been like, "Well, you're gonna die first And I would throw her outside in front of the dinosaurs. <laughs> be like, "You're the first one to go. This is what you did." <laughs> Oh, but instead, they're so, just like, yeah. oh, nice little girl, we're going to adopt you. <laughs> Even though you just destroyed the world. The next one's probably going to be like some kind of dino apocalypse. But, oh, it's okay, because the dinosaurs have feelings too. So you got to look out for them. <laughs> Fuck <They're alive>. this shit. <laughs> they're things that we created. They died thousands and thousands of years ago. They don't have rights. They're going to kill us all. <laughs> this is so everything that's fucking wrong with society today, where they fucking value animal lives more than people lives. <laughs> it makes me so angry. <laughs> you just compared that little girl to Hitler. Oh, God. <laughs> By the time it's all said and done, she may have killed more people than Hitler. We'll see in the next movie. <laughs> oh, God. This turns into like a Planet of the Apes situation. Guess what, little girl? You fucked everyone over. <laughs> oh, God. I don't think it'll be as devastating as World War II. Because I don't think there's like two of every animal. So I think for the most part, yeah, it's not like the you're going to read and start making a bunch of them. But then, uh, the, the master like raptors, there was blue, only blue, right? The DNA again, huh? Like raptors, there's only blue. <laughs> I don't think yeah, there was any other blue. raptors they got. T-Rex. Yeah. And then there was one of those crazy. So you think those would die out, but you never know. One of those allosaurus. Actually, I don't even think. Because some of those people already bought the dinosaurs and already started taking them. So then some of those people actually own dinosaurs. The other dinosaurs escaped. I don't, you know, I have no fucking idea, dude. (laughs) The best part of that movie 
easily was, I think it was the guy who had the money, and he, he's hiding behind something, and you see one of the carnivorous dinosaurs, and you're like, oh, God, at any moment, it's like dead by daylight. He's going to turn, <laughs> and he's going to see this dude. And then the T-Rex just uh-huh. comes, and I was like, oh, oh. It's like it, it actually like caught me off guard. I was like, oh, shit, this thing's going to get him. Come on, get him, get him, get him. And then the T-Rex just comes out off screen and <laughs> eats the dude, and I was like, oh, shit, all right, that 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 got me. That was cool. <laughs> um, oh, man. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, the movie's pretty, yeah, much, pretty bad. Pretty trash. <laughs> As the kids like to say, just a hot, steaming pile of trash. Yeah. It made me very angry when I got to that part of the movie, especially. Like I said, human cloning could be a cool wrinkle for this series, but it doesn't seem like they're really going to do anything with that other than, oh, here's this dumb little girl. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I love dinosaurs. I love the Jurassic Park series. I like one. I like two. Well, I actually I choose three over two. I'm not a big fan of Lost World, but um, I love I love the whole yeah. idea of it, and I love when they brought back the the franchise. The park actually opened. It actually worked, and of course, you know, mm-hmm. there's got to be some kind of not problem, and they make the dinosaur <laughs> to get more people, and and that's fine. And I like the first Jurassic World, but this one was like, what the fuck? I put this one below uh, Lost World, but still, yeah, I put it still above I agree. the Last Jedi. <laughs> nobody nobody flew through space in this movie so I have to give it some points <laughs> there was more of there was more of a lightsaber battle in this movie than there was in Last Jedi <laughs> oh my god I forgot about how fucking stupid like Chris Pratt's just like a dinosaur wrangler guy and yet in this movie he's like fucking taking on like an army of dudes with machine guns it's like, what the he's, fuck? There's these dudes he's fucking Rambo. Like weapons. And he is yeah. just taking all of them on. And there's, there's, nothing can stop Chris Pratt in this movie. And Chris Pratt was good in the movie. I thought he was funny. But, god damn it, this movie. This movie, though. And I yeah. don't know what the fuck they're going to do for the next movie. Like, what the fuck? What's it going to be called? I get the feeling it's going to be like fucking, planet? you know... <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it is Jurassic World now. There's just gonna be dinosaurs everywhere. I thought they kind of wasted Malcolm too. They finally brought Jeff Goldblum back, and like, pretty much, he's got as much screen time as you saw in the commercial. <laughs> yep. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> that was kind of a and waste. He has the same thought process you do. It's like these these are killing machines. You should, you need to kill them. Yeah. Don't keep them alive. <laughs> like I've been listening to the old Jurassic Park, uh, like the original book and the second book, like on the like uh, Audible. Like I've been listening to the book yeah. on tape version, and like. There's all kinds of stuff about, like, oh, maybe, you know, since we created these animals, we can do whatever we want. Like, we could use them for testing for, you know, chemicals or makeup or whatever, or just all this kind of shit. Like, because they are just animals, like, that we created, so they don't really have the normal rights of, like, that, you know, PETA and stuff with that kind of thing would protest. This is what, the, you know, they had written back in, like, 1989, back when things made sense. <laughs> Nobody cared about the dinosaurs back then. But now the dinosaurs are way more precious than the humans. <laughs> Who cares if they kill all the humans as long as these dinosaurs don't get hurt? (laughs) 
Yeah, no, I mean, I, I value human life. Now, I still, I'm, I, I'll say this, I love, I love pets. I really do. If anything happened to my sweet, sweet binks, <laughs> I'd be very, very sad. But I will value a human life over, uh, over an animal's life any day. Like, if there is a fire, yeah, it's I will just get priorities. Out. If I can find binks, I will grab binks if I can. If not, binks, you lived a great life. You, you like your yarn, <laughs> and now you're up there in heaven with your yarn. But... Yeah, but I, I honestly feel like most people today, if there's like a baby in a burning building and a cat, they would go save the cat before the baby. <laughs> yeah, that is that's probably very true. Uh, I mean, again, I do, I love the, I do like the idea of them caring about the them as animals in this movie. I thought it was a cool idea. It was different. It was a different take. It gave some kind of. I don't know, something to chew on while set. I get it. They're playing off of society today. And it, and it was cool. But at the same time, it, it, it was just way, it was way too over the top. And it's called The Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. What, what kingdom? Are, are we talking about the island or the <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know. It just raises too many questions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just silly, straight silliness. But, yeah, I, I was um, very disappointed when I saw that movie. <laughs> Did not like it at all. But all right, I have. No, one let's last let's do a little bit of weird else. Oh, okay. No, what do you got? Uh, real quick, before we do before we do uh, Weird Al, um, I I there's a game uh, that's on the PC. Actually, I think it's on every console now. It's called The Binding of Isaac. It's a roguelike game. And uh, essentially, oh, yes. you are playing as this one guy who shoots his tears. Well, you're playing as a kid, shoots his tears out to kill baddies. And while you're doing this, you're trying to find your mom who's trying to come after you to kill you. You find your mom, you try to kill her, and you win <laughs> the game. And it's a roguelike game, though, which means most of the time you're going to die a lot. But there's many items and different weapons and different things in the game to try to make yourself more and more powerful as you go and progress through all these different levels. That being said... They have now just released the Binding of Isaac Four Souls card game that is on Kickstarter right now. I so, so, so hope to God that we do have at least one or two listeners that would like to take a look at this. Essentially what I've gotten out of this is uh, it, my, my one guilty pleasure in the board gaming world is Munchkin. It's Munchkin-ish. Um, I think there's a little mm-hmm. bit more structure to this game than Munchkin, where Munchkin is more or less um, kind of wishy-washy, where this one, uh, this, it, it seems like there's actually good rules. Even in Munchkin itself says, if there's a rule you don't understand, just make it up. This one actually, okay, this, all this stuff makes sense. Okay, I can play this card on other people's turns, or I can play this card to help me out or help somebody else out. It's Munchkin-ish because you can help each other, but then you can also betray each other, which I really, really like. Um, I like games like that, and that's what this one is. Everybody plays a different character from uh, uh, The Binding of Isaac, uh, but there's a ton of different enemies, tons of different items, tons of different loot that you can collect. Um, uh, I'm really, really excited for this game. Uh, it's the same guy who made Binding of Isaac. He's designed this entire game. Uh, I hope to God that people will chime in on this. It's $35 for uh, 300 cards and uh, a 68-card expansion plus all of the Kickstarter exclusives if you guys are into that. Uh, you can also just spend $25 if you are just into the I just want to go the route of the base game, which again comes with uh, just over 300 cards. Uh, But it also comes with 100 pennies, 100 plastic pennies, uh, which is uh, a nod to the game itself. 
still use the pennies as currency to buy new items and stuff like that. But it's awesome. It, it looks really great. I'm really, I, I haven't really nice. backed a Kickstarter in a while. Um, but I love Munchkin. And if you can give me a, an amazing theme uh, with gross and funny and disgusting things in here, um, <laughs> and then also throw on, a, a, you know, a, a somewhat well-structured game around it, uh, which this one looks right up my alley. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. So uh, hopefully somebody else is too. But yeah, that's the Binding of Isaac. Four Damn. souls. Uh, looks cool. Looks great. And it's how are they doing with, with the Kickstarter? Oh yeah, they've already. Uh, they they were asking for fifty thousand dollars to reach their goal. They're at seven hundred and eighty-one thousand dollars. So they're doing pretty well. Damn. <laughs> um, the game. That's pretty sweet. The game is fairly simple too. Um, I mean, you've got you can kill some monsters, um, and then there's also bosses in the game. Uh, if you kill a boss, you get a soul, and the first one to four souls, hence the name, the Binding of Isaac, four souls. Uh, you win the game. Uh, he's also trying to put in different variants, like a solo mode and also a cooperative mode. Uh, we'll see how that that goes. I'm not entirely sure how that's going to work, but hey, you know, whatever. He's a pretty smart guy when it comes to stuff like this, so we'll see. But for the most <laughs> part, I just want this for that Munchkin-esque uh, kind of feeling because I really, really think that. I mean, I love the roguelike game, and this one is. I wouldn't say. I mean, it's roguelike-ish, but I mean, it's mostly Munchkin. It plays in about, he said, about 30 minutes to an hour. Um, and you kill you kill these bad guys, you get some new loot, and you just get treasures. Uh, it's cool. It's really cool. Damn. Um, all right. But, yeah, let's do somewhere now. Sounds good. I just had to plug that a little bit. Yeah. Got to get them paid. Yeah. They're our well, show the sponsor. Except they didn't give us any money. <laughs> yeah, that's true. One Bastards. Day. One day. Where's our taste? <laughs> I need to. All right. Well, we're up to the end of the 90s here. Weird Al's last CD for the 90s from 1999, I do believe. A very uh, pivotal album in our young lives. Uh, Uh, The album is Running With Scissors. Mm-hmm. This was uh, this was a great Weird Al album all the way around. The originals and the parodies all were just fucking great. And I loved the whole thing. Um, which we'll see how that went downhill with the next album. But for now, the glory days. <laughs> uh, the first <laughs> first uh, parody on this album, there's five of them, and a polka. Um, so the first one on here was... Kind of like with Jurassic Park or Yoda, where he would take like an older song that you know wasn't really current at the time, but uh, but he wanted to do it, use it anyway, and kind of make it more about like a current movie, um, do a song parody about that. So this was a parody of the Don McLean song "American Pie," uh, called "The Saga Begins," and it was all about Star Wars Episode One that had just recently come out at that point, and it was pretty yeah. damn great. Here it is. Bring back. 
staple of the live show. I think ever since that song came out, it's been part of like the, you know, either the encore or at least very near to the end. <laughs> so clearly he enjoys that song. It kind of goes, the song goes through the entire movie essentially. And it's all very funny and very good. Um, love that song. Yeah. That's Next. Great. It's a great song for sure. Yeah. That's a classic. Next up. Weird Al taking on one of our very favorite bands of all time. Um, right around 1998, Offspring came out with a song called Pretty Fly for a White Guy. And so Weird Al had a parody version on this album called Pretty Fly for a Rabbi. And here it is. They put in zombie stuff from Pee Wee's Playhouse in there. <laughs> I yeah. don't think that's a Jewish, Weird. but it sounds like it fits in. So <laughs> all the like Jewish slang and stuff that he throws in there is just pretty, pretty classic. <laughs> and the joke about keeping yeah, the tip—that's that's pretty phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> The moil keeping the tip. Oh, it's good stuff. All right. Next up is another another humdinger, as they say. Um, it was a parody of One Week by the Bare Naked Ladies about a little TV show that was blowing up at the time called Jerry Springer. And it's called oh, yeah. Jerry Springer. I forgot about this. Oh, that song's so great. Especially the part, like the little bridge part where it's like the talk show. They kind of just have like a little skit going on. God, I love it. Here it is. It's been one week since we got to see Gene lovers and cousins that marry. Five days since they had the show with the hermaphrodite, the flood, and the backhoe. Three days since we heard the tale about the guy who learned his woman was a female. Yesterday, it occurred to me that I've been watching a bit too much Jerry Springer. Holy cow, did you see it last week? Well, I had this one freak who sucker punched his whole family. Do you recall when the brawl became a total free for all and Jerry's in the middle trying to be the referee? Hey, see the stripper with the implants? She likes the lap dance and dates a boyfriend of her mother. Now here comes Jerry's next guest and it's a slugfest. 
ass, cause it's a trailer trash brother. If a maniac is back and crack, it's like when animals attack, they all exhibit reprehensible behavior. And even the notes are off their close up on their toes, that's how it goes, they get so violent, they have to sign a waiver. They're always throwing curse and kicking butt and pointing blame. On the air, they don't care, they got no shame. There was one guy who I'm sure felt a little strange when he found out that his wife had a sex change. They have a tendency to scream and yell constantly. They have a history of ripping off their shirts. It's been one week since they had to fight. With the Siamese twins and the transvestites Five days since that awful brawl They still haven't got the blood off the wall It's been three days since the bitter feud Between the KKK and that gay Jewish black dude Yesterday it finally dawned on me Spending way too much time on that Jerry Spring Baby, I've been sleeping with your sister oh, Which one? All of them oh, Well, I've been sleeping with your best friend Jay Yeah, well, well me too oh, And I've been sleeping with your dog Whoopi Whoopi, you bitch Well, I'm also sleeping with your pet that goat doesn't love you. That goat doesn't love you. That part is so great. It's uh, it's definitely a little bit like racier than most Weird Al songs too. Like he doesn't often sing yeah. about sluts and crackos. <laughs> That's very true. But for this song, you just have to do it. <laughs> I just love how, like, it's hard to do that, like, fast talking and all that kind of shit, like that Bare Naked Lady song, but he really pulled it off well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I know. He he does well. Usually when he does stuff like that, he just like, goes all in and falls to the wall. That's why I like Weird Al. Yeah. Gets it done. That's why he's the king of parodies, is he can actually back it up. <laughs> like, it's not like, oh, he writes yep. it all right, but then it sounds like shit. No, they sound really good. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Um, next up, this was a bigger song for Weird Al. There was a video and stuff like that. Um, the original, I can't say that I've heard all that much, but obviously I know the fuck out of this one. Um, but it was a parody of the song All About the Benjamins by, you know, Sean P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, whatever the fuck his name is now, <laughs> Combs. <laughs> guy who changes his name every five seconds I can't even keep track nor do I care to um, but this was a song all about computers called All About the Pentiums here it is yeah it's all about the Pentiums baby With a dumb little placard Yeah, being the bills with my mad programming skills yeah, Cause I get my yeah, hard drive yeah, to thrill yeah, I got me yeah, a hundred gigabytes yeah, around I never feed fools and I don't read spam Installed a T1 line in my house Always at my PC, double clicking on my Miz out Upgrade my system at least twice a day I'm freaking plug and play I ain't afraid of Y2K I'm down with Bill Gates, I call him money for short yeah. I phone him up at home and I make him do my tech support It's all about the premiums, what? Your Commodore 64 is really neato. What kind of chip you got in there? A Dorito? You're using a 286, don't make me laugh. Your window boots up in what a day and a half? 
you could back up your whole hard drive on a floppy disk yet. You're the biggest joke on the internet. Your database is a disaster. Your wax and your modem trying to make it go faster. Hey, fella, I bet you're still living in your parents' cellar. Downloading pictures of Sarah Michelle Geller and posting me too like some brain dead AOLer. I should do the world a favor and cap you like old Yella. You're just about as useless as JPEGs to Helen Keller. Jake thanks to Helen Keller. That's such a great line. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Gotta take a shot at Helen Keller when you can. She deserves <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Classics. Classics, classics, classics. Um and then the last one on the album. This one was good. Um, I'm not going to say it's a world beater. I don't think it's going to make the uh, the best of, but it's it's solid. Um, this was a parody of Zoot Suit Riot by the Cherry Poppin' Daddies, part of the whole like swing band resurgence of the late 90s. Um, and this was a song called Grapefruit Diet. Cause I love to eat Fudge and Twinkies and deviled ham Who's real flabby? Yes I am Every picture of me's gotta be an aerial view Now my doctor tells me there's just one thing left to do Grapefruit diet Throw out the pizza and beer Grapefruit diet I guess the jelly donut's out of here Grapefruit diet might seem a little severe. Grapefruit diet. diet. I'm getting tired of my big fat rear. Blow fatty! <laughs> Weird, I'm never afraid to make a song about fat about fat jokes, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Food and TV. That's what half of them are, but <laughs> that's why he's so good. He sticks to his topics. Yep. <laughs> All right. So this is kind of tough. I mean, I, I think you're with me on grapefruit diet probably not making the list. Very true. Yep. <laughs> uh, so that leaves us with Saga Begins, Pretty Fly for a Rabbi. Jerry Springer, and All About the Pentiums. Uh, my three are uh, the Star Wars one, uh, mm-hmm. Pretty Definitely. Fly for a Rabbi, and All About the Pentiums. Oh. Shit. I do like um, the Jerry Springer one. Yeah, because I think I would have to go with Saga Begins, Jerry Springer and all about the Pentiums, I guess. Wow, look pretty fly for a white rabbi. So <laughs> I know. Or do we just push them and put a, put all four of them in there? <laughs> because the next oh, album, honestly, shitty. there might only be two. <laughs> oh, then yes, we'll push them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So at least it'll even out. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. There we go. Well, Got four um, winners today. Five, if you count Anchorman. The big winner of the first ever Tournament of Titans. <laughs> tournament of Comedy Titans. All right, cool. Well, that's, 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 <laughs> Tournament that's, of Titties. Uh, I got my uh, my new copy of what I'm calling Pocket Realms. Hopefully, I can do oh. a lot of playtesting while I'm at AT this year. Um, nice. I played a little bit of it yesterday. I absolutely love it. Um, so hopefully, it holds up with all the other characters that I have in the game. But yeah, pretty great. Pretty good stuff. <laughs> Probably you'll like start playing it and immediately realize you need to reprint something, and you have to wait like three weeks. It's like, God, yep. that sucks. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if only I had service. I know that's the thing that's going to piss me off the most. It's just no service. I'm hoping to God that I can get a power inverter work because I need at least power so I could charge my switch and my phone. Not that I use my phone yeah. at all, anyways. But every once in a while, I probably have service, and I'd like to use it if I can. <laughs> yeah, you got to catch them all. Yeah, oh, dude, I kind of started, like, backing away <laughs> from that game. Uh, like, yeah, I feel like I'm already near me. Yeah, you kind of hit a plateau uh, eventually where it's just all going to be the same shit. Yeah. And I can't find... You've already evolved everything so that you well. can evolve. Oh, that's yeah. Right. Penises. No oh, bueno. Yeah. But, yeah, all right, everybody. That's pretty much all I got for this week, or all we got for this week. But hopefully you guys have a great 4th of July. Stay safe. Don't blow your hands or dicks off for fireworks. Um, and yeah, You can't tell me to not put fireworks up my dick hole. It's like I bottle rackets, but without the bottle. <laughs> also true. Scares me. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it should be a great uh, a great. Fourth of July, because uh, I have work, so that's always good. And yeah, it should be good. You got to work on the uh, fourth. Well, Jesus. Yeah. I, that's un-American. Yeah. I know. Everybody always asks my company, "Aren't you American?" And I say, <laughs> "They're American, but restaurants are open during the Fourth uh, of July, which means so are we." So. Jesus. The restaurant goes down. Well, we have to go stupid. and save them. I agree. Very stupid. Very Randy <laughs> Newman. All right, cool. I, on the other right. hand, am off uh, on Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. <laughs> Fuck you. I wish I had off on some days. <laughs> Friday, I have, probably have to work later, and that's the day where I have to fucking get a whole bunch of shit done before I go. I have to get a bunch of stuff oh, done today. Sucks, man. I don't even really have a weekend this weekend besides yesterday. Jeez. But that's all good. Whatever. My life. I've chosen my profession. But all right. Well, <laughs> this has been another amazing uh, episode from the original Janksters. I'm Peter Jank. That's Kevin Jank. And always remember to flip your tip. And thanks for listening.
Crazy. It's coming up Millhouse.